أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإن طائفتان من المؤمنين اقتتلوا فأصلحوا بينهما فإن بغت إحداهما على الأخرى فقاتلوا التي تبغي حتى تفيء إلى أمر الله فإن فاءت فأصلحوا بينهما بالعدل وأقسطوا محمد <coughs> first making sure of what the reality is what the facts of the matter are that was discussed There's some ayat in between which we won't get into the detail of now just to now move on to another subject matter here in the ayat that was recited allah taala says wa in ta'ifatan min al-mu'minin qatatalu fa aslihu bainahuma if two groups among the believers get into some kind of fight Allah Ta'ala says فَأَصْلِحُوا بَيْنَهُمَا and you reconcile between them and then there's further detail فَإِنْ بَغَدْ إِحْدَاهُمَا عَلَى الْأُخْرَى فَقَاتِلُوا الَّتِي تَبْغِي حَتَّى تَفِيءَ إِلَىٰ أَمْرِ اللَّهِ so this is being primarily the instruction to the Amir to the Amir al-Mu'mineen to the Khalifa to the one who has that authority that ability that in trying to reconcile if one party is ready to come to the to to sort the matter out but the other is insistent on fighting the matter still so then the khalifa the amirul mu'minin is being instructed that you must now take up arms against the offending party until that offending party also comes to what is correct and when the offending party also then comes to what is correct and ready to sort the matter out for infaat fa aslihu bainahuma bil adli wa aqsitu so then you reconcile between them with justice and with fairness inna allah yuhibbul muqsitin allah taala loves those who are just who are fair and further allah taala says innamal mu'minuna ikhwatun fa aslihu bain akhawikum wattaqullaha la'allakum turhamun that the believers are one brotherhood they are all brothers so therefore reconcile between your brothers and fear allah taala so that you may be showered with mercy from allah taala so the lesson that is being given here is an extremely important lesson that if there is some issue it might be in a household it might be in a in the extended family it might be in a business situation it might be among friends it might be anywhere so if two people two groups get into some issue then this is the responsibility of all the people around especially for example in a household the head of the household in a family so the seniors of the family in a community the seniors of the community and wherever there is any ability that somebody has it becomes his responsibility 
to now try to resolve this matter. It is not that a person just remains as some spectator and he just is looking at what's going on and spectating and seeing the drama carrying on and unfolding. That would be wrong to just sit by where he is able to do something, where it is in his capability to try and assist, to try and resolve the matter, it becomes his responsibility to do what is in his capacity. And this is such an important thing, that this has been given that virtue which is mind-boggling. The Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah asks the Sahaba that should I tell you something Allah ukhbirukum bi afdala min darajati salati was siyami was sadaqa something greater in rank than all the nafil salah fasting and sadaqa now we can let our minds run in terms of how much a person may be able to fulfill in terms of nafil salah the whole night and every night and for years on end and fast the whole year round except the days that is not permissible sadaqah somebody forget giving thousands he's giving millions forget millions billions Nabi Salaam is saying should I tell you something that is even greater in rank than all this this is all extremely great very very rewarding very beneficial and a person gains Allah Ta'ala's closeness with all these amal so there is no there is not in any way lessening the value of these amal these amal are very great but there's obviously ranks to everything. Everything has its position. So something that is even above all this in its position in virtue. So the Sahaba were obviously very very keen to hear this because this is this was their uh, their thirst all the time to try and learn what will get them the closeness of Allah Taala even more. So when they expressed their keenness to know this, Rasulullah said to them. Islahu Zatil Bain Bringing peace between two people, reconciling between two parties, the person who makes this effort, the person who undertakes to try and reconcile, he does whatever is in his capacity to do this, and he brings about some reconciliation, this has a greater rank than all the nawafil, all that fasts that a person could have kept the whole year round that nafil salah every night, the whole night, and all that sadaqah, all that combined, this still has a greater rank. Subhanallah, this is mind-boggling. It is beyond imagination. But the thing is, that according to the how important something is, that is the reward as well. Islahu dhatil bain, reconciling between people, this has very, very deep, effect and very far-reaching benefits. It's not something that's just confined for the moment. Otherwise, the way things sometimes go, that we start slipping towards the Jahiliyyat. In the times of Jahiliyyat, <coughs> there used to be ongoing problems and fights. Once between the Aus and Khazraj, these were the two very f- famous tribes, which then both, mashallah, accepted Islam. But in the jah- period of Jahiliyyat, there were ongoing wars between them and this was continuing for, from generation to generation carrying on through the centuries once there was some issue that issue led into a fight 
that fight broke out into a war between the two tribes. And then this war continued for only 120 years. Only 120 years this war continued. As somebody would be dying on his deathbed, the wasiyat that he would make to his children, his grandchildren, whoever is present, that do whatever you want in life, but make sure you continue fighting our enemy. You don't ever stop this fight. This had become the most important thing in that person's mind and heart, that this fight must continue, that the revenge must be taken. So for 120 years, and according to some, it started off over something like this, that one person's, one chicken crossed into the land of the other person, and it started pecking something from there. Now what did really affect, Allah knows whether it pecked anything and took a lot. What did it really take? But this started of a fight that why did your chicken cross over into my property? So this became known as Harbul Basus. Basus is a little a chicken. But now this highlights how, how low things can become and how low people can become. That over such a trivial thing, an argument can break out and then that argument can become a fight and that fight can become a war and that war can carry on for generations. It may not be such a dramatic thing that happens all the time, but the sad reality is that these things, that jahiliyat is still continuing. Over trivial matters, family ties are broken and that continues in generations. Maybe they're not now uh, physically fighting each other or they're not even saying anything to each other, but the fact is that they have broken ties and now the great-grandchildren are around, they don't even know what their great-grandfathers were fighting over. They have no idea what happened. But that is still carrying on. That distance and the, the enmity, the malice is still there. They won't want to still look at each other. Now that is nothing but the same jahiliyat. The jahiliyat is still continuing. The form might be a little bit different, but it's the same jahiliyat. Rasulullah used to be very, very concerned about always reconciling. In the time when before the munafiqeen became exposed, Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, he had initially just ex expressed Islam and it was not yet known what was in his heart. Later on, Allah Ta'ala exposed this reality. But initially it was not known what is in his heart. It was accepted that he is a sincere Muslim. So Rasulullah used to come and also come and where these people used to be in their area, in their, where they used to be residing. Now they would sit around, Nabi Salaam would come and he would give dawah. So once Nabi Salaam came, he was riding on his mule and when he came, now this person had kufr in his heart, he didn't have iman. And therefore when Nabi Salaam came, so that mule as it was trotting along, it obviously was kicking up some dust, so that little dust was flying. So this person, Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, was the munafiq. He covered his mouth and covered his face. And then he said something very, very, uh, something wrong completely, insulting. He said, La tuhabbiru alayna. He's addressing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He said, don't raise all this dust on us. And then he further says that, look, whatever you want to say is very good, but you say it to your people who are there, don't come here and tell us. Now another Sahabi was there, he had this and he was 
Navi Slauson was extremely tolerant. He heard this and said nothing. It was obvious now, this was exposing the inside. But other Sahabi, he could not bear this. That how did this person ever utter such things to Rasulullah So he immediately spoke up and said, O Nabi of Allah, you keep coming. Your coming is most welcome. We want you to keep coming. Now because he spoke this and he said something further as well, this person, these two people started now arguing over something. Abdullah bin Ubayy, who was a munafiq, some other munafiqeen started coming to now support him. And the Sahabi, some other Muslims of the way around, they started supporting him. And in this, a fight broke out between these two groups. Rasulullah is right there. He got off that conveyance, that mule immediately, got into the middle of it, and settled all this. And even, now this party was munafiq, but they were pretending to be Muslims. Nabi Islam immediately got this whole thing sorted out and even made them sort of reconcile, make peace. But now, just to take note of the point, that here there was one party, one group in support of what Nabi Islam had come to do. And the other group was now in the opposite end. When a person is in this kind of situation, when two people are arguing or two people are in some issue, and one party is supporting him, the other party is actually opposing him, so to say. And at that time, to still stop that fight and argument, that is not a small thing, that's a very big thing. Normally what will happen in our situation, we will immediately spur the supporting party even further. We would want to tell them something further that enrages them on the others. Because now we need that support. But Rasulullah the more important thing to him was not support, the more important thing to him was reconciling, bringing peace, settling the difference. So Nabi Islam even quietened down those who were supporting him and he quietened down the others as well and he brought about this reconciliation. This was a thing that Nabi Islam gave very great importance once at some well, these things as every time we have to keep saying it so that we don't ever forget this, Allah Ta'ala made some of these things take place so that we could learn from it. One Ansari and one Muhajir, both sincere Muslims, but they were all coming from a background of the same kind of wars, etc. And they were going through this period of Tarbiyat. So they made mistakes sometimes. But in these mistakes they learned and then they passed through it. And they became that kind of community where Allah Taala highlights this in the Quran Sharif وَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِهِمْ Allah Ta'ala united their hearts لَوْ أَنْفَقْتَ مَا فِي الْأَوْضِ جَمِيعًا مَا أَلَّفْتَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِهِمْ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ أَلَّفَ بَيْنَهُمْ That nobody could have done anything, could have spent the whole world to try and do this. They were at loggerheads to such an extent that anybody could have tried anything, nothing would have worked. But Allah Ta'ala is saying through Rasulullah Allah Ta'ala united their hearts. So they had become a united body. But in the learning process, these things happened. So one Muhajir and one Ansar, both somehow something happened. One person said something, the other got offended and he gave him one first. So when this happened, that Muhajir he called out, Ya Lal Muhajireen. 
Or it was the other way around first that Ansari, he called out Ya Lal Ansar. So in response, this Muhajirin called out Ya Lal Muhajirin. So now that Ansari called out, Oh the Ansar, come and help me. Now the issue had nothing to do with any clan, party, group, family. It was an individual matter. But this is what happens sometimes, that when a person now is looking for support, so when he's looking for support, he has a problem with somebody. So now, how does he find the support? So now that problem was with him personally, it had nothing to do with anybody else. But in order to find the support, he'll make it a collective thing. Now he'll shout out, or he will now spread the message, that this person has a problem with me because I belong to this group. I belong to this clan. I belong to this family. I belong to this person. Whatever. So now, because now he made it a group thing, a clan thing, whatever, so now everybody gets very, very upset. That now this person is being ill-seated. He is being harmed because he belongs to us. So now whether, whatever it is, we have to come and support him. Whereas that matter was an individual thing. It had nothing to do with anybody beyond that. But this becomes the situation when a person now is looking for that support. Now this was a mistake. In that moment, this Ansari called out Yalal Ansar. Now these were all things that were carrying on for so long. And this, they were just new now. They had just come. Nabi Salaam made Hijrat. And now these people came to Islam. It was very few years only still. And they had come from generations of this war and mindset. So this fight started breaking out among them. Nabi Islam heard about it. As soon as he heard about it, he rushed out. He rushed out in such a way, يَجُرُّ رِدَاءَهُ That his sheet, he didn't even have the time to properly wear it. He had one portion in his hand and the other was dragging on the ground. Highlighting that with what haste Nabi Islam came to come and resolve this matter. And he came and he said, Ma balu hadhil jahiliya, jahiliya. What are all these calls of jahiliyat? Meaning calling out in the name of a clan, tribe, family, color, language. This is all jahiliyat. To try and rake up support and to try and incite on these basic, this basis. All this is jahiliyat. What has this got to do with anything? And Nabi Sallallahu was very very upset about this. But this was a learning process. And then he advised them and reconciled it. And this matter was then settled and sorted out. But this was the importance which Rasulullah Sallallahu gave to resolving any issue. These few issues here and there something happened. And immediately Nabi Sallallahu rushed to resolve it. To teach us once Nabi Sallallahu in Quba something happened. There was some issue. Nabi Islam left and he remained there till he sorted it out. It was something that took a bit more time than expected to the extent that Nabi Islam could not reach in time to perform his Asr Salah in Masjid al-Nabawi. So Bilal came to Abu Bakr and said Nabi Islam has been still delayed in Quba. He has not managed to return yet. Will you now lead the Salah? And eventually Abu Bakr led the Salah. In order to reconcile and resolve this difference, Nabi Islam remained there. And at that occasion, he didn't manage to come in time back to Masjid al-Nabawi. He performed the salah there.
So this is the extent to which this importance was given to reconcile and then to always bear in mind that that virtue of those who take this effort to reconcile, to try and bring peace, this Allah Ta'ala loves so greatly that this has that benefit and that reward, that virtue, that all the nafil fas, all the sadaqah, all the salah, all that combined cannot attain the virtue of that person, that amal of the person who has now taken the effort, he took the time, he went and tried to make both parties understand and brought about this reconciliation, the reward he gets is beyond all this. One thing that comes on that note is that sometimes in doing this, it takes up a lot of time, a lot of effort, but in that, sometimes a person might not get a chance to make so much of nawafil like somebody else who was not involved in that. So that person, mashallah, spent a good part of the night in tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. This person didn't get the chance. So perhaps he might feel that now I only read my one para, that person read ten. Indeed, that person's ten paras are very great. But Nabi Islam is giving this virtue to say, don't think this was anything small. This time that you spent in trying to reconcile, in trying to make peace, this was not anything small. It doesn't mean that a person must omit his mamulat and neglect whatever his amal are, it is the barkat of those amal that will help in all these things as well. But he may not get the chance sometimes of doing as much as somebody else did on that occasion. He is being informed that don't think that this was time wasted. Allah Ta'ala loves this so greatly that all those nawafil can't reach the rank of this amal. So this is how great this is and therefore Whatever is within a person's capacity, it might be just one line that he can say somewhere to try and help resolve something. One line to try and just make somebody calm down a little bit. One line of some targheem. That look, Allah Ta'ala loves those who make peace. He said one line. That line also, inshallah, will get counted in this. That one statement, that little encouragement, that little just trying to sort something out. That look, this is something we shouldn't get into. We should try to resolve things, we should try to reconcile things. Whether it is a matter between, in a very big scale, whether it's a matter between spouses, it's a matter between two people, matter between parents and, ch- parent and child sometimes, matter between siblings, wherever it is, that one line to try and bring about some peace, some reconciliation, inshallah that person too will qualify for this great virtue. Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq, inshallah we'll continue with this tomorrow.